Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With you until 6.30 right here on The Fan, we're Grant and Danny. Yesterday, Eric Bieniemy was introduced, and we were looking to get some people on in the days ahead who know Bieniemy that can discuss with us what Washington's getting in this new offensive coordinator. And we decided to talk with uh, Chad Brown, who had a great career at Colorado and a really impressive run in the NFL, an all-pro and a pro bowler who had a lengthy, successful stint in the National Football League. He's on the hotline. We'll get to him in just a moment. Final chance for you to win Wizards tickets today, right now. Got to be the 10th caller. 800-636-1067. Caller 10. You're seeing the Wiz, the Raptors, 7 p.m., March 2nd, Capital One Arena, courtesy of our friends at Monumental Sports. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. But without further ado, Let's talk to the longtime really good player who's now at ESPN, covers the college game, Compass Media. Chad Brown is on the BetQL guest hotline. Chad, thanks for joining us in D.C. How are you? I am fantastic. Happy Friday to you, my friend. Thank you, Chad. Really, really appreciate that. You were a teammate of Eric Bieniemy's. You know him real well. Did you have a feeling when you guys were playing together that he was going to be a coach at some point? Like, sometimes you get a feel like one of your teammates is destined to just be, you know, overweight with a dip in, working out with football guys forever. Did you guys know that he was going to be a coach? I, I won't say that we knew, but uh, I think looking back, everybody who was on that team would say there's no way we win a national championship without Eric's play on the field, but his leadership in the locker room. So he wasn't a X's and O's guy. He wasn't a super schemer as a player at Colorado. Now I had a chance to play with Mike Vrabel. Um, and my time in New England. And it was clear as soon as you walk into that linebacker room, that dude's going to be a coach. Um, that dude is the smartest guy in the room. That guy has got a better command of the X's and O's and some of our coaches. So I didn't get that sense of merit, but clearly the leadership and the passion for football was always there. So once he got into coaching after he was done playing in the NFL, I knew initially that it would be, lead, you know, be led by his passion for the game and his desire to make uh, players better. But along the way, he certainly has developed a intricate knowledge of the schemes of the NFL 
and has been successful at the highest level doing just that. Chad, you you were a baller, obviously, so it takes one to know one. You get drafted in the second round just outside of the top 40, and you end up playing in three Pro Bowls and, and a couple-time All-Pro. I think people just forget, if you're not a little bit older than me, how good Bienemy was. I mean, what a player he was. Can you speak to that? Oh, EB was the real deal. Again, I, we do not win that national championship without him. Uh, the Colorado Buffaloes at that time, we were in the old school Big 8, not exactly a passing conference. So he needed to be able to run the ball and run the ball efficiently against some top quality defenses like Oklahoma and, and Nebraska. And you need to be able to do that in terrible weather conditions. And so EB was as tough as a football player as I've been around. He was a 4-4 guy as a running back. I think ran for over 1,600 yards his best season with the Colorado Buffaloes. Was a Heisman finalist. So uh, the guy has got a tremendous college football resume and then was able to get into the NFL, uh, didn't have the same success as a running back, but humbled himself to be a standout special teams guy and ended up playing nine years in the league as a special teams guy uh, and as a third down running back. So uh, the ability to shift and mold and evolve his game so he could stay in the NFL as long as he possibly could and humble himself in that process, he did all those things. Chad, what have you made of, of Eric's journey as uh, as a coach, you know, kind of rising up through the ranks and, you know, kind of being, you know, not given probably enough credit, frankly, for for the work he's done in Kansas City. Well, they've put together one of the best offenses in the history of the sport over the over a five-year period. I think Eric's been a part of the national conversation now for a couple of seasons. But let's go back to his time at UCLA, turning Maurice Jones-Drew into one of the best running backs in college football. Uh, coming to the Colorado Buffaloes, turning Chris Brown into one of the best running backs in college football, getting Adrian Peterson early in his career with the Minnesota Vikings, turning him into one of the best running backs of all time. So uh, his ability to connect and communicate with players is not just something he's done in Kansas City. He's done this even at the very starts of his coaching career in college football. But the last couple of years in Kansas City, obviously he's been a part of this national conversation about coaches and opportunity and racism and all these different things. Um, and I thought this move to go and leave the Chiefs and now become the offensive coordinator for the commanders was unfortunately what he needed to do to change the conversation because the shadow of Andy Reid was always going to be over him. So for him to take the competitive route and go, you know what, let me separate from what may go down as the best quarterback of all time and the coach is going to be in the Hall of Fame and make a stand on my own so I could get the respect that I feel like I deserve was an incredibly courageous move, but certainly speaks to his competitive nature, not trying to take the easy way out. There are some nerves, I would say, around the league for the people that are pulling for the enemy here that the landing spot is Washington. And we're talking to you from <laughs> D.C. where we want nothing but good things for the commanders, but you know this. I mean, this is not the team that it was from right before you got in the league. When you were at Colorado, they were winning Super Bowls. Since that time, they're the only team in the last 20-plus years that hasn't won 11 games. They rarely get to the playoffs. I mean, are you surprised that he kind of rolled the dice with the commanders, left the Kansas City situation and come here rather than maybe waiting for a spot where he might have had an easier path? No. Again, I think it speaks to the competitive fire within him. Uh, there's just certain attitudes among certain players that, you know what, I'll coach anybody you give me. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tie this in some ways to my Pop Warner coaching experience. 
there's a competitive Pop Warner thing out here in Colorado. A lot of former NFL players coach Pop Warner teams, and they do their best to stack their team. They go and recruit players, and they go and scout and do all that kind of stuff. I said, you know what? Just give me whatever kids sign up. I'll take those kids, and I'll do my best to turn them into a champion. And we went to the Pop Warner Super Bowl, you know, two years in a row. And I think Eric's philosophy is pretty similar to mine in that. You know, I'm not going to – I'm not going to wait for the perfect opportunity. I recognize that the shadow of Andy Reid is so big over me. The shadow of Patrick Mahomes is so big over me that I've got to find the opportunity that will allow me to stand as much on my own as I possibly can. And his competitive fire brought him to the commanders. And I think we'll see the results that he'll bring. Chad Brown with us here on Grant and Danny. Uh, Chad, there's been – I don't, I don't even know a better way to, to describe it, but LaShawn McCoy said some things. I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. I thought the handled that incredibly well, by the way, just sort of brushing that off and taking the high road. But he does have kind of a rep of coaching people hard. And I, I say that's good, right? Like you expect the same thing of their superstar and, and the 53rd guy, et cetera. There's a certain standard. But love for you to speak to that, you know, just demanding that everybody, you know, nothing slips. And, and, and again, that word standard comes to mind, that everybody's got to be doing exactly what they're supposed to do at all times. Yeah, there's a clip floating around uh, Twitter of him giving Adrian Peterson a hard time for being uh, a late showing up to, to, to practice. And I think the best players want to be coached. I played with Tom Brady. Tom Brady loved being coached. If you want to be great, if you truly want to be great, then you appreciate the coaching. You appreciate the, 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 the no excuses attitude. You appreciate not giving you anything, making you go out and earn those things. Now, sometimes later in your career, like LaShawn McCoy, you can have some pushback on that because you say, well, I've got some skins on the wall. Isn't that enough? No, it's not enough. You're going to earn it out here every day. You've got to earn your, your roster spot every single day by your attitude, your preparation, uh, the energy and passion that, that you bring. And Eric's always going to coach that way. and He's always going to be uh, a guy who is, is going to challenge his players. Um, but I think that relationship goes both ways. I had Kansas City Indy early this season. And right before uh, halftime, a decision was made, apparently by Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, and the offensive play callers to uh, not go for a field goal. And that upset Patrick Mahomes. And, and Patrick Mahomes and Eric got into it on the field as they were heading off the field going into halftime. Um, but they go out in the second half, they, they put together a good game plan and almost win that ball game. Obviously, they go on to win the Super Bowl this season. Uh, but I think it speaks to the willingness to, hey, I'm going to give you some, but I'm willing to take some back. And we've seen Eric and Travis Kelsey get into it on the sideline. We've seen him and Patrick Mahomes get into it on the sideline. But, heck, we saw Bill Parcells do those same kind of things. So it's always been interesting to me that Bill Parcells is revered for his attitude and his approach to dealing with his players and his coaches. But somehow for Eric, that's a negative. Um, the best coaches challenge you and bring out the best in you. That's what Eric's trying to do. Chad Brown covers the game at both the college and the NFL levels. He's joining us here on Grant and Danny tapping into some of his expertise on Biennemi as a former college teammate who knew him uh, personally. want to widen the scope, though, and, and talk about some other things around ball with you. Starting with your alma mater, we began the conversation at, you know, with your time at Colorado. Deion Sanders, the head coach now. What a, a fascinating year this could prove to be. I mean, just about everything he does on social media goes viral. What are your initial thoughts of uh, Deion Sanders as the head coach there? 
uh, the bus program was on a path to maybe not even, not just irrelevant, but not being a program anymore. I could not see a way forward for that program. Where were the NIL dollars going to come from? They were one in, they won one game last year. How was the program going to improve? Where are the recruits going to come from? Where were the dollars going to come from to keep them at, at pace with the rest of college football? Suddenly, Rick George is able to lure in Deion Sanders, and the conversation immediately flips. They go from irrelevant to you can't talk about college football without talking about Coach Prime, as he's being requested to be called, and the Colorado Buffaloes. They could barely bring in recruits who were at the major college football level. Now they're getting four- and five-star recruits. There was no money, absolutely no money anywhere in the program. Now they got boosters coming out, in, out, of, out of the woodwork trying to give money to the program. So his presence has completely flipped things. Would it be for me as a 52-year-old guy? No, I, I don't love all the social media stuff, but I'm not 17 and 18. I'm not looking for likes and followers. Those kids are. So he knows exactly how to touch the points with the kids and bring them in. Now, at, this, at some point, you've got to be able to win football games to keep this going. You've got to be able to bring these kids in and make them feel like they're a part of a team, not just a, a, a band of mercenaries looking for NIL dollars and pro opportunities and more followers and likes on social media. So there's work that has to be done, but this initial eight weeks has been tremendous. It may be the greatest roster turnover in college football history from a talent perspective. 45-plus new kids in the program, all either you know three or four high school, uh, high school recruits coming in or transfers from other schools who played and had significant impacts in the program as they were leaving. So it's been an amazing turnaround. Now they've got to do it on the field. Chad, what do you make of the NIL situation? It's kind of the Wild West as everybody's sort of scrambling to figure out the, the best way to capitalize on it. And I feel like some schools are, are getting left behind there. What are your general thoughts? Uh, on one hand, I, I absolutely hate it uh, because of the Wild West atmosphere, because if you give college coaches and recruiters and boosters and alumni uh, any kind of way to you know, scheme up an advantage, they'll come up with it. And we saw some kids make decisions in the last two years where they hadn't even visited the campus. The decisions were based on who's going to give me NIL dollars. We saw the $13 million quarterback who was going to go to the University of Florida now he's at Arizona State and doesn't have any money whatsoever. So these kids and families are getting burned along the way. But having said that, going back to my playing days, it was an odd experience to walk around campus and see people wearing my jersey that is sold in the university bookstore, and I don't get anything from that. Yes, of course, I know I get paid with my scholarship, but the school is making money off my image, name, and likeness, the NIL, and I don't receive anything from that. So there's got to be a way to balance this out and create some, some, a level playing field in some ways. Maybe everybody in certain conferences all has the same opportunity for the same NIL dollars. There's got to be some way that Alabama doesn't leave Vanderbilt, to give an SEC example, completely behind from an NIL perspective. Uh, college football is the opposite of the NFL. The NFL, you're the worst team. You draft first. In college football, you win a national championship, then you tend to get the best recruits and you have the best boosters with the most NIL dollars. It's a system that feeds itself. There's got to be a way to make a little bit more equal and level playing field for all involved. Former NFL All-Pro Chad Brown on G&D. 
Before we let you go, I, I know you mostly are focused on the Pac-12 out west, but you cover the combine and the collegiate game really well. I'm curious if you had any thoughts or, or saw a lot of Sam Howell at North Carolina, and just from a, for a national perspective, after just one game and under 20 pass attempts, Washington is supposedly going to roll with the former Tar Heel as their starter, and he's going to be the enemy's guy under center this year. Your thoughts on that? Uh, I think there was a, a lot to like from Sam Howell at uh, North Carolina, but wow, uh, one game. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's a pretty lofty, a pretty lofty elevation for a guy with not a lot of experience. Um, now Eric has worked with you know lots of different levels of quarterbacks. His time at the University of Colorado, when he was paired with John Embry, they were kind of a Packers deal head coach and offensive coordinator. The the, the talent uh, covered was pretty bare for the Buffaloes, even a few years back, much less this last couple seasons. So uh, I get a feeling he'll be able to put some structure around what Howell's doing and not ask too much of him. I've got to imagine that the commanders will pursue some of these quarterbacks who are out there. Does, does Derek Carr seem like a, a guy who heck, who knows what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers just coming out of his darkness retreat. Um, but to think that Sam Howell is going to be the best and only option for the Commanders and Eric Bieniemy, um, that would not make me feel like it's going to be a playoff season for Washington. Chad, great to catch up with you, man. Great information. Have a great weekend, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. There's Chad Brown here on G&D. Put another M&M in the bowl. Yep. For person nationally not thinking they're going to just roll with Sam. Like Howell. it just can't be, right? <laughs> that's that's the counter argument. It is the and it's why I ask every guest we have on who covers uh-huh. the NFL. No, it's it's insightful. outside of DC. Because we have yet to have one single person who goes, yeah, I totally get it. Makes sense. Every single person almost reacts the exact same way as he did. They don't quite laugh like he did. But the point is, one game? Eh, they're probably going to have to kick the tires on Derek Carr. Which, by the way, they're not doing. Like Derek Carr has been to New Orleans and met with the Saints. He's been is to it the, the Jets. Jets. I think the Panthers are up next. There has been no linkage. There's been no conversation or discussion. Now, if Derek Carr is visiting Ashburn, Okay, that's a whole other world. That's a whole other conversation where we can talk about how their actions aren't meeting what they're saying. But locally, I'll speak for myself, I think people are buying in, though. Yes, I, oh, I very much so. know that this is kind of the Sam Howell show this year, but, man, are people having a hard time seeing it outside of D.C. And it, I understand it. Which I get. I mean, the it's, Wednesday it's, yes. before his first Thank game, you. the coach supposedly didn't think he was ready. Then he completed 11 passes, and now he's saying he's the guy. Yeah, blind taste test challenge, right? You tell somebody who's a fan in, I don't know, pick your city, right? Uh, Pacific Northwest. Okay, so uh, the game didn't matter for the for the team in question? All right. Uh, he only threw 19 times? Uh-huh. And he didn't start the rest of the year. Was the, the third way, string quarterback, like second string made quarterback? a bad interception. Yeah. You, oh. know, you know what I mean? It wasn't like it was perfect or the craziest, most awesome game ever. He did some really good things. I was really impressed. But it was, it was not like he was 20 of 22 with five touchdowns and no bad decisions. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so and this coach is entering year four, and this is a must win for him and the court. Okay. Yeah, there's no way. Like, it, the pieces do not fit. If unless you were here and you had that like kind of like quiet Sam Howell buzz going throughout the season. Good spot there. A good conversation with Chad Brown, the former college teammate of Eric Bieniemy. Do you really think that all these rumors that Dan would never sell to Jeff Bezos are true? If Bezos is the high bidder, will he end up with the team? Or do you think Dan gets petty 
and says, anybody but you. Let's get into that next on GND. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 